welcome to the Toronto Ultra Merkin Maven podcast. Today we have the sexiest man to ever come out of Australia. Uh, Australia, Alaska. Alaska. I was thinking about Miles. I'm not really sure, but listen, yeah. I don't know a single person from Alaska, so it's pretty cool. Like we get to learn about you, and I, I, I'm assuming like Eskimos and. I, he's I also fishing. a world, world champion, major four champion, best yes, SD player in the world right now. Well, that you could have you could have went with those accolades, but you went with Alaska. I don't I don't know. Was it my Australian accent today that got me confused, John? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, it was not. But uh Draws, thank you for uh joining us today. How you doing, man? Of course. Yeah, I'm doing great. Um obviously we just came off the major four championship. A few days off, but uh we're almost right back into the mix. So I'm excited. When do you guys when do you guys start practicing again? Uh, I think we're I think Friday we have one scrim and I think we have Saturday off. So it'd be like Friday and then Sunday is our next like probably startup day. Okay. Awesome. I like that. Right back into it. Um, yeah, as Maven was talking about, you are you have a very interesting story, which I, yeah. I can't wait to hear. Um I've heard it before from Eric. Uh, we're obviously yeah. close friends with him, well, bits and pieces of it. But yeah. you grew up in Alaska, so I'm just gonna let you go there i know um, people live there I, yeah no people do live there but t tell us please about growing up in alaska playing cod from alaska yeah so obviously it's it snows for about like probably like eight months of the year <laughs> probably seven eight months of the year so it's pretty easy to stay inside because it's it's and it gets to like 50 below where i was at so like wow. it gets really cold so like you you know i I went outside a few times you know go play in the snow whatever you have to wear snow, snow pants snow boots gloves hat everything but it's uh it's pretty easy to uh um <laughs> yeah you wow, gotta wear gotta... those to go outside yeah yeah you ready bro <laughs> he's ready he's ready you're showing him a phase a phase one yeah, too that's, not, yeah, like, oh, oh, that's like his oh, that's his shit, rival that's right now yeah, all the wrong things. Australia. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, where, where did you grow up in Alaska? Uh, Fairbanks, Alaska. Um, Fairbanks. So yeah, so it's it's a little it's a little out there, but um, yeah, I mean it's. I was playing, you know, games since I was a kid. I used to literally do chores because I have a huge uh, family. So I have mm -hmm. eight brothers and sisters. So I literally used to do chores so my older brothers would play Halo and COD with me. So like where, I've been. Where I've are you been, at on the totem pole of the eight? Um, I'm basically right in the middle right in the middle yeah so that's why um, they were gaming and that's how you got into into games yeah so i've been gaming since i was a kid um and you know it's it's cold as fuck outside so i'm able to just <laughs> literally just mama there's nothing to do outside let me just game all day yeah can, can but, i ask a serious question yeah so my worst nightmare is like out on the ice and you get trapped under the ice you, you see that in a movie did that happen yeah. to people like all the time um no not really most people i mean it's normally just frozen so people don't like once it takes oh. a few days and it's frozen up but i've actually been ice fishing before and obviously you drill a hole in the the ice and i've had one of my legs go right through the hole but I'd luckily it myself. wasn't that big yeah luckily it wasn't it, that big so i wouldn't fall through but that would have been that would have been that would have been tough dude, and like what? any movie that's in it like gives me so much like anxiety yeah. when i see that i'm like no like they're yeah, like slamming on the ice like no yeah, wow, you really scary. are. You are up there in Fairbanks. Yeah, I'm looking I'm at a there. map right yeah. now. Holy Gosh, I'm like, looking at that. I'm looking at that too, dude. That is crazy. It's, I, yeah. I so you're like the only thing I've halfway heard about is like halfway up Canada there, and it was like amazing. That's like all yeah. I know. Yeah, they, yeah. A lot of people do a lot there. Okay, so oh, you're in Fairbanks, Alaska. Um, yep. you're you're gaming because I mean I'm the same way. Like I I grew up you know in Col like Ohio. 
Yeah, it's it's cold. The winter you're gaming. That's just the yeah. way it is. Oh, um, for sure. But it's different for you because it's cold all the time. Well, yeah, 90 percent of the time. So I guess then how did you get to, um, you know, competitive? How did you find that niche? Yeah. So about like 2016, like midway through Black Ops 3 is when I started playing my first like ever month. I played game balance before. But okay. like the first time I ever played for a dollar or like my first dollar wager was in like the midway of Black Ops 3. And then I think I got like a Ben Q for like my monitor. And uh, so midway <laughs> through Black Ops 3, my first dollar I ever played on CMG. And I was just playing with one of my best friends at the time and still my best friend, uh, my boy Op. And me and him, we had a little squad and we were playing for a dollar. So we ended up playing all the way through 2016. Um, I didn't really watch much competitive, but okay. I was just playing, having some fun, um, you know, and then come to 2017, I ended up playing in the off season Black Ops 3 again. So it was like 2017 Black Ops 3 and I played for my yeah. first $100 and that's kind of where it kind of kicked me into it. Like, OK, it's possible to make a little bit of money here because obviously I, at that time I was I don't even know, like probably 16 or right. Yeah, about 16. So like I, I didn't have no money. So I played some Fortnite. And that kind of cooked me, like, you know, taught me a little, few things. But I was also playing Black Ops 3 in, like, each and every offseason. And come, like, 2018, I was the best S&D so like, Black good, Ops 3 person out there. And we were just, I was just grinding that only. And I was able to, like, play against people like Rallied and Illy and people like that. And uh, I was playing so much in every offseason. Obviously, now, like, pros, like, Illy, like, was a pro, I think, at the time. Or e either coming to be a pro, but like they got they got stuff to do. They got to play in their season. But I was just sitting there grinding Black Ops Three the whole entire season, basically. Or especially in off seasons where like people would come play. So I was able yeah. to become like one of the best players in Black Ops Three, and that kind of gave me the outlet to like, if I can beat Illy, if I can beat Rallied in these games, then I think you know maybe I could go play some amateurs. Like maybe I can do something. Um, and that kind of kicked me into you know trying to go pro in MW. So you were one of those demons that the pros are always tweeting about that yes. they just despise, like yes. off-season tourneys, because everyone in the off-season is looking for so You're just trying to fill time. Exactly. I mean, you're literally just trying. You're just whatever it is. And yeah, you know, they go back to the old school games. But you were one of the guys who just played the same game for multiple years and never yeah. got off of it. So in World War II and Black uh -huh. Ops 4, I did play in the beginning. So in the beginning, the first like few weeks of Black or World War II, I think I won the first day on World War II in like the S and D okay. tournaments. And then uh Black Ops Four, I also won the first day. But then during Black Ops Four, I literally could not play my internet was so bad, so I had to quit the whole year. So I stopped playing the whole entire year. And that was I believe I was seventeen at the time. And that was okay. kinda where it was like, Okay. So Black Ops Four came through, I started playing the beginning of the games. I actually remember I don't know who it was, but I do remember uh, I ended up losing a 5-5 round 11 gridlock on Black Ops 4. Um, it was like probably 100-something each. And it, I don't know who his teammates were, but I lost it to Slasher. Oh. <laughs> so oh. I assume it was probably his BO4 team. I think maybe Priesto was in there. I'm not too sure who was in there. But it yeah. was me and my friends um, playing these tournaments, and we ended up losing a 5-5 round 11. So I do remember that from a long time ago. Stocking from you, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, I, oh, I, like I almost. You see me keep a lot of mental, mental. Yeah, this guy is talking yeah. shit about things six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that one kind of hurt. Um, but it was like, okay, so I can't compete anymore in in Bo4. It was coming to be like I I was turning eighteen that year, and basically I was talking to my friend Optimum, who at the time I had been friends with him since like AW. We were always playing these Black Ops three tournaments, all these tournaments this whole entire time. 
And I was living in Alaska. No, like the internet wasn't good enough. It was basically chalked. I knew no one outside of Alaska. No one's in the states. I didn't know what the I didn't know what to do. Um, luckily, his, him and his mom talked, and they said that if I wanted to, I could come live with them. And it was just him and his mom at the time. And basically, I went and worked a job to go pick up dog shit and take dogs out. And I'm not even like I, I like dogs. I've had dogs growing up, but I've never been like a super huge into dogs or cats. Um, yeah. So I was out there. Picking up dog shit, letting the dogs out, cleaning their whole entire kennels, all that for like a month and a half to get enough money, which was about, I think I only got like $600 or something like that. But um, I ended up being able to ship a $1,000 PC, like all the parts to his house. Before I even left, I shipped $1,000, like I trusted him. I shipped $1,000 worth of PC parts out there and I bought my plane ticket. And wow. I was like, this is it. And this was in the off season of BO4 going into MW. So I was like, okay, so I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna play some play some more Black Ops 3 in the off season. And I'm gonna cook <laughs> up my money and I'm gonna try to compete in MW. So I and that was the first time I've ever been on a plane and left Alaska my whole entire life. And I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna go live with this guy Optimum and his mom. And I never knew who they were. And I just, you know, there could have been a, a different scenario. I probably get kidnapped and like it's, it's over, but <laughs> Hopefully one, not. Yeah, Hopefully this not. One, this one it worked out. Yeah. yeah so you, you think of moving to Atlanta with Scott or Illinois? And just dude. Oh, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Just take a leap, uh, bro. Seattle, yeah, Washington. I, okay, so you moved to Seattle. Before that, though, like that conversation with your yeah. family. Um, like, how, how did that go? Obviously, you're you're playing for some cash. You're they yeah. probably you're probably at the age like 16. You're like yeah. They're like, are you going to work a job? All your siblings are, your older siblings are. And you're like, I can make some money off games. Yeah. You're going to do that. So they have an idea that this is possible. But like to do that, how, how yeah. did that go down with the family? Yeah, so um, it was actually super. Uh, my mom's like father figure, not really in the picture. So okay. it's it was just me and my mom, basically. And I had like obviously a whole bunch of brothers and sisters growing up. So um, they're all pretty supportive about it. Obviously, there's some people in the family, like uh, especially like aunts and people like that who weren't like, you know, that's oh, just course. not even. Yeah, that's just not even <laughs> real. But my mom's always had faith and especially my brother. Huge shout out to my boy, Josh. Um, my older brother, more so like a dad figure to me. He said, basically, always been the person. He even came to champs uh, last year and we ended up winning champs. Um, but he he basically said, hey, like, I understand this is your dream to do it. And he said, listen, at any point, call me and you have a flight back. So it was super easy for that. So it's like always a safe safety net, which was super nice. But my mom, basically, she just gave me a plane ticket for my birthday. And she said, hey, good luck. And she believed in me the whole time. So it was super easy, never wow. too hard. And it was like my 18th birthday is when I was about leaving. Dude. Still wild though. Like, yeah. No, it's just I to hear it's it. easy, but like. That's some passion. That, and that's the start of it all. That's that's just to even to even load to into a lobby. Yeah. Right. Not to get to the CDL. Exactly. Not to even I mean have a top challenger team. I didn't, you end have, up yeah. I didn't even have players to play with. It was just me and my boy op looking for people at the time. <laughs> wild um i i guess for you uh what you get a couple of like second place challengers uh in mw you end up finding some players you know you you have some good placings obviously you start mm -hmm. to get on the radar um and then you kind of at the end of mw you get picked up by ogla um which at the time was well it was a scary one you and hollow were yeah kind of there to save the ship maybe yeah. like keep it yeah. from sinking towards the end uh, I guess for you, though, what was that moment like, like getting that call to, to OGLA? Yeah, it was actually insane because um, it was actually funny because um, I ended up losing that. So basically, 
Eric followed me. My dog followed me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know how many days before, but it was a few days before the cup that was coming up, and we ended up getting top sixteen, and we lost. Uh, we we lost and got top sixteen, and it was probably the worst event I like the first the worst time I've ever played. And I was like, wow, like I blew my whole chance. Like that was it. That was my chance right there. And it's probably chalked. So that was pretty, you know, I was like, damn, like I was pretty hard on myself at the time. But uh, did you have any idea or just that he followed you? He just followed me. So that's the only thing I knew. I didn't know how it was going down. This guy's looking at me. Yeah. Yeah. So I was hoping for a good because we had a few like we never won, but we had like two seconds, some thirds. Like we had some pretty good placements in challengers. We just never could ever, you know, get the actual win, which sucked. But uh you know, that Eric hitting me up for me and hollow to play in the, you know, go to the big leagues was just a dream come true. I remember in my Washington, my Washington house, literally just, wow. Like, what is this? Like, it's actually insane. We ended up going to Texas for a little bit for champs, but yeah, it was just a unreal few, you know, feeling. And even though, you know, fast forward a little bit, like we ended up, I ended up not getting picked up again. Well, I was still under the team, but I wasn't in the pro league again. Um, I was just blessed to even get on the initial starting spot and it, it worked out decent. You know, we made some good money at champs. We got top six of champs and yeah. I'm not really panning out too much going into the next year, but it was still huge to be able to like understand. Like I, when you, the thing is a lot of challenges players. Yeah. hundred percent. And like a lot of challenges players, like, and this one thing, like um, shout out to my boy Mohawk is like, I kind of feel bad for my boy Mohawk because He won back to back champs. And yeah, maybe some people don't want him on his team. Maybe they think he's not too kill horror. Maybe he thinks he doesn't know enough. But once you get to the pro league, you learn a lot. So like I learned a lot from joining the pro league to be the player that I started to become. Like you learn a lot about like when you have people in your ear who have been playing for a long time, they teach you a lot of things. And it's like you're never going to learn more in challengers, especially if you're winning. So it's like hard to it's hard to gauge in that sense where it's like, if I just stayed in challengers and never got picked up for OGLA, how good of, like would I be? Gotcha. Yeah. Even though I ended up going back, I took a lot of things away from that year of like learning how to play and learning, you know, tendencies from like my teammates and everything. So it was a huge stepping stone in my whole entire career to get that call. And I was just blessed to have it. Well, what like, you know, when you come in with people like TJ, Kenny, I think slasher, especially like so established, I guess what's it like when I assume they were going through it, right? Like they're frustrated yeah. with how everything's going. Like they yeah, the started shit show. losers too. I mean, you guys almost yeah, made a run. Yeah. You lost like the Huntsman in around eleven. Yeah. I remember that. That one hurt. Like, that one hurt. I, I'm sure Slasher was like, "What the fuck are we doing?" Like, yeah, uh, I, he would definitely would have wanted to pick up another pro player back then. I think. But oh, like that was 100%. the call that was made. Oh, I think he said that to me. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It was desperation time. I think. Oh no no. Because they made it was a meme how many changes they made remember it was like they made like a hundred team changes like between subs and stuff like it was constant it was, it was wild how many they happened which we'll talk about later is why yeah. they then stuck with it considering the results later but like yeah it was a it was a it was a circus honestly when thieves first came into it but i just want to know for you like when you've got somebody like slasher like did you feel a lot of pressure or just motivation like what was that like yeah i feel like uh I feel like for the OGLA team, I feel like it was pretty easy. Um, kind of a, uh, I feel like they did it really well. As like, hey, like they, they, we like come in with no pressure, play the way you want to play, and we can work off you. Kind of like we can work off you guys. Like come teach. Like 
I'll give Darian uh, Hollow a lot of credit. That guy mm -hmm. also helped my career a lot, especially in that game, because that guy knew what quadrant spawns were. He knew why people were spawning here. He knows that if you cross this line, what's going to happen with that. So he was really smart in spawns. And that guy is a very, very smart IQ in COD. And yeah, uh, so, yeah, so I feel like he me, me and him came in and we I feel like we helped their hard point and helped helped them a lot in hard point wise and kind of teach them like a little bit more spawns and, and like why all these things are. And I, I give a lot of credit to Darian Hollow. Um, mm -hmm. but I feel like we kind of came in and said, hey, like this is kind of kind of changed everything. Like, like we played how we wanted to play and they like helped like we worked together to like play, not like, hey, Welcome to the league. This is how we play. This is how it should be. Blah blah blah. It's more so okay. Okay, explain why you want to go around this way. Like they, so I feel like they were really good for the, like let us um, come in and play like us and let us have our voice in the like the call. But I don't yeah. remember too much other than that, to be honest. I remember because yeah, the like, OG the is Draza and yeah, Hollow's the guy who changed his name every time he got one eighty, right? Like that's just how that's just how yeah. <laughs> that's my stuff. That's, that's my stuff, man. Dude, he was giving him props, dude, and you had to throw that in there. <laughs> that world no, world no. Dude, he literally like got gunned and changed his name. I swear to God, it was a change. That's what I'm saying. I didn't even. That's what's crazy because I I never watched COD before that, so I actually didn't know a lot of people. See, it worked. Or, well, it worked, man. Maeve. I didn't know a lot of people or history for a lot of people even in the in the pro league. So I never really watched Intel MW. So that's why it was actually pretty crazy of like. We obviously playing now and you know even cold war or whatever uh vanguard like it's like damn like i i can't we came into a team that like had insane amount of like accolades already like and i didn't know that as much as the time as the time i couldn't respect that as much because i didn't know all that i didn't know who was world champs who done what like i knew like somewhat of it but never like a true like backstory like i kind of do yeah, now you know yeah, that's pretty. That's that's pretty nuts. Yeah, because what OGLA that was like the whole dashy thing. I think maybe yep. what you're referring to is Cold War, where that's Cold where War, all those yeah. roster changes really came into play. O OGLA was just kind of a mess from the start. Yep. Then that's when oh, like Cap oh, retired. Yeah, I, I'm thinking yeah you're thinking of Cold. Yeah, yeah, But you guys, I mean, you guys get top six. You guys, I mean, we're, we're a round away from being top four. Who knows? Yeah. You guys could have yeah. gone on a crazy we're going, run. We're getting top three at least. We are not losing to London Royal Ravens. I promise you that. I don't care who their roster was back then. I swear to God, we went to lost that. <laughs> yeah. In at the time, you were like a, an entry. Like you were like an objective yep. sub, right? Yeah, I was. I was very much entry sub, and that's like. That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't think too much in my game back then. It was more of like, like, and and that's good and bad things. Like, I feel like once people come into the league, they kind of slow down a little bit more. You learn a little bit more, which is good. But you also want to keep the like the pace, keep the pace up. You don't want to turn into like a slug per se. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, MW, I was a complete run, gun, smoke, mixy, everything. Like I was a complete entry sub going for as most engagements as I, as I could. Kind of like a Reese Vivid in a sense. Yep. But and then it all well so yeah so we end up going to Cold War. I did not get picked back up onto the team. Didn't get any team offers. Um, were, you a, were you a sub though? Yep. So I got re-signed okay. into being a sub. I remember we were really like high on you. Like Joe and I remember talking to like Eric. We were trying to talk Eric into like you being on the starting lineup just from hearing yeah. how like hungry you were in your gameplay. Like I heard you were showing Funny. up like content shoots early. Too. He wanted and, that too. It was just yeah. the players it, at that point. That's yeah. what I think Slasher talked about, like kind of wanting another pro, I believe, is when I chatted with him. But like, I remember, like, yeah, we were really high on you because you just like, I don't know, you you wanted it, bro. It was obvious yeah. from the get go. Now, I will admit, though, like, out of obviously, I mean, especially I mean, Cold War 2, but like, that was my first game ever. So I was like, I was good, 
I was able to be a pro, but I wasn't no like crazy insane player like I am now, or like I wasn't Vanguard or even Cold War. I think I, I think that's my worst game, and obviously that was my first one, so it's gonna be my worst. And I think I have grown at in each and every game since. But like, I have no hate or like super confusion why I never played like the next year or got like I probably think I should have got some offers, but I think it's good I didn't because I was able to continue okay. to play with people like that once you know later in the year, like Kenny and people like that. But uh, yeah, so I, I do think I was pretty good at MW, but I don't think I was no all-star or like someone who like 100% needed to be in the league. I think for some of the lower teams, I should have been, but you know, everything happens for a reason. And you know, being you able to- one an event or something probably would have been the case. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, thinking now they're probably wishing they would have- uh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, now we're going to get into like a bit of a crazier what, Cold War. Uh, you start off as a sub. Um, what? It's just a bit of a circus. They have a lot of team changes. Cap just recently talked about it, how like even Matt was one of the reasons why they made <laughs> one of the team changes. It wasn't just him. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think for this roster, like, it, you know, we expected more that year, even right from the get go. But I guess for you, like you said, yeah. you go back to challengers, you're learning more. Just the fact that, I mean, you didn't even know the accolades that you, exactly. the people you were playing with, was probably like thinking it now was probably a good thing just to continue to play for you, right? Yeah, I, w- I was gonna say, I do think, um, I definitely could have been, like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how it would have worked out in Cold War, but I do think like getting time in challengers was probably a very good thing for me um mm-hmm. going into cold war because i was able to learn the game more understand how i want to play and how i think shit should be played and if i go into cold war that because that's my second year now it'd be the beginning of my second year if we weren't doing hot that could also be my career type not like per se career because obviously you can show your talent to join different teams but like if we weren't doing too hot initially kind of like how like the, the main roster did like they started off i think four and one in their online split i don't exactly remember how like their cold war went but i do think at the end of the day like being able to learn more and keep playing um was probably a better thing for me so like because my stock could have been probably pretty bad if i didn't do good in the beginning that, yeah. that sounds like a i don't know like a rookie nfl quarterback bro like when they yeah. get a couple of years to sit behind like the starter and learn like they usually do pretty well when they get thrown in the fray like i do it's a coin flip like, yeah you never it, know if it's gonna work so you, i get that like a little more well time to, even just bro. think too like nowadays a lot of challengers not all of them but a good amount you know they've been around for a couple of years um they know everyone they have relationships already yeah. you're literally like a like a sponge at this point like <laughs> yeah. it's so different than anything that anyone we've talked to who's had a story like this, like, yeah, you skipped some steps, like, yeah. where you just got yourself in a in a position where you're just like, yeah, whatever, I'm just here to play Call of Duty. I, I want to win. I want to compete. Um, when do you come into Cold War, like, for the starting lineup? Was it for Hook? Was it right around um, then? So, initially, I'm pretty sure that, so, I'll bring a little bit more backstory. So, um, so we're playing Challengers. Um, we weren't too, I wasn't doing t- too hot in the beginning of challengers. Um, and this was right when they started falling down, I ended up switching okay. to an AR that, so I switched to an AR. I play with me, decimate twerk and, uh, insight. So okay. we play with wow. that roster, me and Jamie as AR duo. We were, we were actually frying. That's a nasty, that's a but, nasty AR yeah. duo. Yeah. So we were frying and that was like, I ain't never ran a, I run both guns. I've always been like prideful and being able to run both guns because I play yep. so much. It's easy to do. And you know, most players can obviously shoot both guns, but to be comfortable in both guns is very, is a lot harder. Kind of um, knowing so your I, role position. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I ended up switching to an AR because we, we couldn't really win with my roster that I had before. Switched to an AR to try something out. We ended up going back to back. Um, we won like the open. Um, I think we won like a, I don't know exactly if we won the elite. That I think we won an open tournament and that, that was like okay. 40K open. And then we won a challenger event right after that. And then I, I and then I hear that they're gonna pick up Los, so Venom. Um, yep, they're gonna pick up that. Venom over me. So I was, and I just beat him in a tournament. So I'm sitting here like, bro, there's no way. I've been on their bench. So we play top six. I've been on their bench for six months or whatever. And the, and then I just went back to back in tournaments, and they're about to pick up other people. So I, at the at the moment, I'm like, bro, there is no I way I'm gonna like. I'm like, nah, like there's no. there's a challenger's ego coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah, like, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. no fucking way. Like they're gonna pick up Los over me. I've been like, he was playing really good, but I just won both these tournaments. I'm like, bro, come on. Um. Mm-hmm. So then they end up picking up Los. Um. And then I think Standy gets put into the league. And then it got a little, it got a little mixy. So they were playing for a while. I ended up switching back to the sub. Okay. Actually, no, 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 I'm bad. So some time goes by. I win the, I win the elite. Mm-hmm. Um, Venom gets dropped or no. I, this is damn. This it was such a crazy like, year. Yeah. No, it's like who got, yeah. you came into two crazy so, situations. Uh, yeah, so initially, you came into nutty situation. Yep. Then like who, the whole hook circus, like yeah, he so was I signing think, his name wrong and I, yeah. So okay, so I think I remember the timeline. So initially, I'm still <laughs> running AR. It's like an Avengers movie. Yeah, I'm running yeah, I was AR. reading through on the cut thing. I was like, oh my That's god, what, what the fuck happened there? The year? first person I came in for was Slasher. So okay. Slash, yeah. So I came in for Slasher. It was me, Kenny, Venom, and TJ, and we were playing and you pretty guys good. Were good. That was like, yeah, yeah, you guys were getting better, but then the Hook signing happened, right? Exactly. That's what happened. Yeah. Yep. So we ended up getting Hook for TJ, mm-hmm. and then. We didn't play too hot. We were actually looking really good in the online split. I think we were maybe three and two or four and one. I believe probably three and two, but we were playing pretty well. Um, okay. And then we end up. And then after that, we end up getting, I Wasn't think, a bad good. event. And then I yeah. get dropped. So and this is like, when it was just musical yeah. chairs. It was, yeah. Um, so it was just all over. So I end up. You were back to the bench, right? You never actually did a drop drop. You were just back to oh, the no, bench. Oh, no. Yeah. Back to the bench. So I got okay, back okay, to the okay. bench. Um, I think I got back. Who did they pick up? I think they just brought back Slasher for me uh-huh yeah look at this see. this is insane yeah, let me see. yeah, yeah. so many rosters holy I looking at it i was that, like john, I like john the... was brought in i forgot about that did he play a game oh, when did that happen isn't that oh, how they man. finished is that how they finished yeah, or yeah no? we finished yeah me john yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, i don't remember so, that at all yeah <laughs> i almost forgot and i played with them okay yeah this was an insane year but basically i mean um hugh came back um, he obviously spelled his name wrong. I came back as a sub, literally played that same event. We got top 12. We lost to LAG in like a game five. I think we got Nesload, which kind of hurt. Um, okay. And then after that, they just said, fuck it. We picked And then I came back on the roster. Then we ended up getting John. We played pretty decent um, going into it. And probably one of our best teams that we had that year with me on it. Yeah. Um, and then we ended up getting, I think, top eight at that at, at uh, champs. So yeah. it was a, it was a crazy roller coaster. I went, I, but I learned a lot about myself and what like and how like you know obviously a lot of people say like I have a delusional ego and stuff like that. Um, but like my delusional con- confidence definitely came more so from that year as well um, because I went from a sub to an AR to in the league as an AR, then got dropped. Instead of running AR, I switched back to a sub because I knew if there was going to be another roster change, it was going to be for the sub players. 
So I switched back to a sub, got back into the league, and then ended up getting top eight again, which was tough. But yeah, yeah, God, chip um, on your shoulder yeah. for sure. But like, so I was just uh, switching I, so it, many guns. At least you're showing everybody what you could do. Oh, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it, it's wild to think about, like, just like what the two you? situations you like came into this all with, like with with Dashy's weird ass year in MW with like yep. he was running a sub and like. I don't even know what yeah. all the drama what was, was going there. On there yeah. then, then like the hook thing is how you kind of get established into the roster. Like yep. these weird, like there may tornadoes. be a lot of people who, who are listening to this, who don't know what happened. Basically um, this is when we started to go back to lands, I believe yep. uh, was at the end of cold war. Um, and they had to take COVID tests, right? That was like peak COVID. I think it was only players there. They had COVID tests every day uh, and they had to submit theirs. And I believe on this application, uh, he spelled his uh, hook like he basically misspelled his name. I, I'm assuming he just didn't double check it. And then so his test was not valid and his test was not valid for that day. So he couldn't play. So then Draza had to come sub in and literally in the middle. Controller. Yeah, the middle of a tournament. Well, the start of it. So, yeah, they had no practice with Draza. It was all with hook. And yeah, they had like to bring subs in. So that is that crazy situation. Yeah. Um. So you had one heck of these a year a in Cold these War. Were, oh, cool. These were literally it was. a meme. Like, it was but, crazy. Yeah, but at the end of the year, I was very confident because I was talking to Eric, talking to Ken, people like that, and they basically guaranteed me, not per, pretty much guaranteed that we're playing next year, me, Kenny, and we're looking for two. And it was right. obviously Ken was picking the next two people, <laughs> and he was going to go crazy <laughs> for that. But yeah, I'll just got to show this off. They nah, got to show this off. See, <laughs> Yeah, that was a That's tough right. one. Yeah, that was I, a tough one. I forgot about that. Yeah, the two fifty yeah. to fourteen. Um, don't see that very often in, yeah. in, in, in anymore in COD. I forgot about that too, bro. Hey, I won't talk Ooh. about my S and D though, because right after this, we won the S and D. There we there go. go. Hey, there we go. There and, we and go. I think that was an online match too, and I think I was late in our comms after that S and D. Yeah, we're back on that fair shit, <laughs> and then we lost the series. <laughs> I was like, damn, <laughs> dude. During all this show, can you fathom going through this as him and dealing with Matthew Hags? Well, I think it's more like, like... Nade, bro. He, you know how he is, dude. He's he's insane when it comes to this stuff. He's so passionate about it, bro. Like, I, draws. Do you ever drop kick him just once? No, never. I actually, <laughs> I actually don't think I talked to him much because I was mostly. I don't think I. I was in Texas the whole time for um uh, for Cold War, so I I didn't really talk to Nate like that to be honest. I think that was Eric dealing with that, the brunt of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some combos with a, Eric, bro. Yeah, he loved Cap. Nate, but he's him and Cap. Yeah, yeah. That's why he. I mean, that was pretty year. early in into the year and in, into these yeah. where I, I think he was a much more connected to all the teams, and I think he's very you know his his passion. It shows even like the video where you guys won. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's awesome. He comes in the room yeah. all the time, and he's always like, "Yo, you guys need anything?" And we got Jubies on deck as well. So like, <laughs> love that. He, I, I, yeah, and he, he's 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 a good guy. Yeah. So as you said, uh, you finish up Cold War, but you have a spot. And, and I, I was thinking, like, dude, the couple of years you had, is there any like thought in your mind of like, what in the world am I doing? Or did you know like this is where you wanted to be? This is this is what you wanted to do. Like, are you thinking yeah. at all like this is just too much? Um. No, not not really ever. I always knew like, um, you know, I'm I'm just a very hard worker, always playing the game. And there's like a there's there's only a few people, and that's why like I have some really good friendships right now. In um, and I'm not even that, I'm not even like I'm not not friends with people in the pro league, but like I have a few friends in pro league. Like we're cool with a lot of people. I'm cool with a lot of people, but like I have some pretty deep connections with some amateur players 
and people that like were with me when i was grow like getting through all this shit yeah. yeah so it's like i have some real deep connections with some people and like i can always respect like how much people play that's one thing for me is like bro like whether you're, you're an amateur whether you're in the pro league one thing i'll always do is i'll respect I'll, i know who's grinding i play the most so i know who's playing and i always have the utmost respect for anyone who's playing and putting in the extra hours that people won't see I mean, let's oh. talk about you. You played Vanguard after winning a Vanguard World Championship. I mean, I yeah, remember oh after you winning a ring, you were literally tweeting out for Vanguard Chalice. Yep. Let's just talk about how much COD this guy plays, babe. I, I, I was gonna say you went from all that craziness we just talked about to having to play fucking Vanguard. Yeah. Uh, hey, and that's the best game I've ever seen. So I don't know. Good thing you were grinding, because <laughs> yeah. Well, he, here is the good out. thing. Yeah. Here is the good thing. You go into Vanguard and you guys have, I mean, it doesn't start off probably the way you guys wanted to, but you have a roster, right? And I think you probably all kind of knew that. You yep. went from the mess that was whatever everything was in OGLA and in Cold War year two. You now have you, Kenny, Sam, and, and Envoy. And I mean, you just got to be thinking, like, if we put this together, we're going to be champions. Um what was the right. commitment to it? Like, it's what I want to know. Cause you know, there were so many changes the year before, but like, even though the results weren't there, like this seemed to be locked. Was there like a combo of sort of like we have this year, no matter what, or was it just, um, not, or what was it? Um, you're saying if like me and Ken type thing. Well, just like that, that's that squad. When you're talking oh, about Vanguard, yeah. like considering all the changes before, like you guys seem despite, you know, some okay results, like you guys, that, that was the squad and you guys were going to figure it out. Like, yeah, I think uh, we started off the major one, I believe, um, very hot in hardpoint. I think we were close to like 13 and one or 14 and one. Or I remember maybe, that. Maybe not true, but I'm pretty sure we were starting off really hot in, in hardpoint. And that's, that's what like, uh, that's kind of been, a, uh, we've always been a really good response team since the beginning. Um, yeah. But we, I did think like there was a chance. I didn't know. I, I thought there was gonna be a roster chain main. I thought I was gonna be dropped during major two because like like you said bro I, if there's one thing i know <laughs> if there's one thing i know about the players i was playing with um especially kenny cap mud dog nate if i if i knew anything about them i knew we have to win championships that is the yeah. end goal if that doesn't happen shit changes and it's just as easy as that and that's as easy as it you know needs to be so obviously we got like top six i think major one we went zero and five in the qualifier stage and I believe we got like a top eight, maybe at the major yeah, two. So yep. we weren't looking hot. And I definitely thought like um, there was definitely like something needed to change. Yeah. I think I, something needed to change. And luckily, um, we kind of came into the year with this into our back mind that I didn't really think about it the whole year. But like at one point, we knew how flexible me and Ken could be. So Ken was on the AR. I was on the sub at the time. And uh, we, we did briefly like talk about like if whatever, if you know, if we need to, we can switch roles. And luckily, yeah. that was what happened. And I that's think that's what it was. Spark, yeah, that's what sparked yeah. a whole new life. It wasn't like we were just, we kept everything the same. Oh, and five, nothing was there. We did change something. It was just lucky enough. And, you know, how much we both are very like flexible in our roles to be able to, you know, make it work and make it work for even years after. Um, but I, I never really ran an AR like that. I knew it was possible. I knew I could do it. I did it a little bit in Cold War. I knew like it was kind of like, like I, it was possible if I really wanted to. But I think that's what changed everything for us. It sparked a new life of hope. It wasn't like, okay, we're getting slammed in scrams. We just went 0-5. We got top eight. We're supposed to be fucking winning. Like, 
we changed it up. We t- we learned how to talk a lot better in these talk, like mm-hmm. in in our conversations during scrims and everything. That was and obvious. I think that's, many yeah. long, dude. <laughs> and that's and that's what really changed our whole entire year is me and Ken switching roles and creating a new life and a like a new like new something to the team instead of a, the same old. You know, oh. we ain't slaying the scrims. Same team, same everything. That makes it's sense. Like, it's, so the I think there was something. Up. Yeah, it had to so be something. It was the role change for sure. Yeah, I think we talked to Sam too. We had Sam on early and. Uh, last year and i think he talks about like around major two he just felt like he couldn't get it together like he, his confidence was low i remember talking to him oh about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah yeah and he was just like it was tough for him to balance sort of his own performance because he i think for sam he had seattle for a couple years yeah. and he's like all right i'm going back to thieves that's where i won titles in bo4 like i need to win and i think there was like this extra stress on him and he said he worked with like i think you guys had a sports psychologist at yep. the time but just sort of balancing being uh, on yourself and yeah. versus like everyone being on the same page as a team. Cause you know, we've, we've watched a lot of your guys scrims, listening to your guys comms. You could tell just the way you guys communicate. It is like, it's not like when a game ends, like I joked with you guys, I think it was yeah. uh major three years, whatever we were in Texas, like when a, yeah. when a map ends, Ken just alt tabs. Ken alt yeah. tabs. Yeah, yeah. He, he goes to the YouTube where you guys have the VOD, yep. and he's watching the minimap, right? Yep. And that initially that always starts a discussion. It's sort of what the hell were we doing here at three twenty eight, yep. right? Like that's yep. all. It's never, uh, you know, maybe someone's like, I got slammed, but like there's always yep. a discussion of what happened here, what happened here, what happened here. Uh, but I think like for Sam, that was a big deal to kind of find, uh, like this sort of balance between that because yeah i think well i mean for all of you guys there was even for like dylan he had some good years but it's not like he was winning right so like you guys probably put a ton of stress uh, on each other right just to to have those results and it's also very hard to be able like especially me um my whole person is caught right now and Mm. so when you're losing like it's tough. It's as low as you can get it, especially like for me, especially because I'm like fully into it. But like, yeah. it's just hard to be like, bro. Okay, so we have major one top six. That's not good. Top six isn't horrible, but it's not good. We go into zero and five. We can't win one, and the way we were losing them was even worse. Like right. we're getting one v three to S and D. We're losing all these situations. We can't win a hard point or uh, control whatever the situations to lose five straight going to the major and get top eight. Like this is a championship team and like you're, you're trying to put it all together. You're sitting there every single day trying to do everything you can for what I mean. And it was, I'm pretty sure that year even started late. So it's like, it's, we're probably five, six months, five, five months into the year. And we're sitting here with nothing in our hands. We got a top eight and a top six. It's very hard, especially with and like, when you have passionate players and this is for every team, like each and every day, trying to get that right, trying to just fix a little bit of it at least. And just coming up with the top eight that like that hurts like chills, it's yeah. very it's very hard to you know not bounce back from it but it's very hard to have a positive you know mentality and keep going 110 percent every single day it's to get back style. to where you need to be exactly but did it was it easier in a way because vanguard did that shit to everyone like in the sense of like yeah. everyone was kind of going through that like i feel like that had to just make it well at least soften the blow a little like i just think that and that's one thing that like it's very good for players like me um i think that people lose passion I think that people are, you know, people think there's probably quite a bit of grinders. Like, and I'm not saying, I mean, people had two different looks on it. 
there is i've seen coaches tweet about it i've seen players tweet about it like there's such thing yeah Yeah. exactly a balance um for me what works for me and it's different for everyone what works for me there is no balance fuck a balance (laughs) i play all day i'm gonna go home and play obviously if 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 i just played for a week like if if i need i know when i need it (laughs) i know when i need to chill and i'll take a day off i'll take a few hours off but like for me my balance like there's no balance i play and 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 i know what i need to work on and i work hard to do it i work hard to fix the things that i know our team needs and Mm. that doesn't that isn't just scrims like after scrims there's not a lot of people who play that much after and i think that was also a big thing for vanguard of why like I really think that we also became one of the best teams in the like the best team in the world of that game is because I sat there every single night for months playing S&D because I knew our S&D was good. Okay, but it wasn't great. It wasn't. I mean, granted, technically, it, it wasn't even probably at the time what phases is this year, where it's like a 24 record. That's insane. But it's like I knew if I just I need to get better. Major two, we were I, I think I just I think I got slammed in. SD or we got slammed and I was like, listen, like I know I'm an SD player. I came from SD. I need to be able to play enough and know enough and know everything to make it work with this team, whether yeah. that's making play calls, knowing what to do, mid-round situations, which really is most of it. Um yeah. so I just felt like for me, it's always keep working and if you're not doing anything, work harder. And eventually for me, it's always worked. Oh, I mean. I think uh, the end, yeah. I think champs. I think one thing like that goes under the radar is your guys champs like search and major yep. like yeah. I think your major four search was okay. You guys end up winning yeah. that one, uh, but your champs search was uh, you might have lost one or was almost perfect. Like, yeah. You might have lost one. I don't remember, but I, like, I don't remember, but yeah, I just it remember good. it was insane. It was you guys yeah, beat it was good, and it was very bad the- in major two. We flipped it the fuck around, and that's what like I'm very excited and happy with this team is like. We can be bad at one thing, but more times than not, we're really good at like we're at least at like a level at all three. Mm-hmm. More, more times than not, we're probably more better at respawn, but we're able yeah. to like we we can learn like we can learn how to. It's not like okay, this team's asset S and D, their asset S and D the whole year. Like we we do work very hard, and I work very hard, especially in S and D, to be able to change our S and D to make it better because I know who the fuck I am on a team. I know right. who I have. I'm I'm playing with all star respawn players. And not saying they're not good at SD at all, but I'm saying like, bro, Sam. Yeah. Sam has exactly. A, no, yeah. Sam. Sam literally is an all-star <laughs> respawn player. He he yep. is insane at respawn. He literally had a one point fucking um something this event. He also had like a, a insane on un, unreal control KD and hardpoint KD. Yeah. Like I know what I have on my team, and I know what I need to work on and bring to the team for us to win. It doesn't matter. I don't need to be. And I can go off in hard point, but I don't always have to go off in hard point. I I, I can let them do their you, thing. You'll get and yours, Sam, yeah. yeah, exactly. I'll get mine. And Sam also has two mans in hill every time, too. That's my <laughs> that's my AR duo. He always soaks sits up, in my bro. hill. Yeah, he soaks he soaks it up. So the least I could do is go play some S and D and you know kick us up for these S and D um tournaments and whatnot. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I, I guess uh, you know, we'll we'll wrap up Vanguard quick. You know, you guys win major four, you guys win champs. I mean yep. I guess, what do you think it was just with the game? Because no one else really figured it out. What do you guys think it was that this your your roster found out uh, with Vanguard towards the end? Because it just felt like the entire year, you had all these different winners, you had FaZe getting second, but mm-hmm. then at the end, it was like everything clicked. Was it just, I don't know, you, 
you know, we're quick, I'm gonna say what Joe and I thought because Joe and I, Joe and I were watching it together, and Joe yeah. looked at me and goes, "Bro, they figured it out." And I was like, <laughs> "All right." He's like, "Just watch the mini map," and you guys bro. were like, "It was like synchronized swimmers, bro." You could just tell the comms were on, and you guys were just playing as a unit. Is what we we kind of thought. Nothing, no magic, just playing together well. But I'm curious to hear like what you thought because that's Joe and I were sitting there like, "Oh shit, people are fucked." I remember his face. Yeah. Like, people are fucked. Hey, you weren't wrong. I just think Very our true. concepts, our cons, like, I think we really have really good concepts. I think we uh, we talk very well and we have really good ideas of how to play the game. And our ideas might not work the first major. It might not work. Like, it just depends. Like, I feel like we play a really good, perfect COD. We try to. And sometimes yep. we do need to go rogue. And that's why, like, I think that Optic's really good right now because... Optic will spawn kill you when you're maybe you're not even supposed to get spawn killed, but they know their spawn kills and they know when you're when you're spawning there and what like where you're spawning. So they're where, very like, good. You at guys may try to set something up else up <laughs> instead of going for a spawn kill. Exactly. Where like and I feel like that is a good way to play in a sense if you're if you're always on point. But at the same time, when you're playing perfect COD, shit should come to you. It should be easier to shoot your gun when you're playing really good or when you and that's what I said. Basically, I think um when you play really when you play close to perfect cod which you can't always play um you can bail yourself out of situations with your gun skill and your talent but when you get into certain situations you guarantee them and i feel like that's what we really did last year that was super good and we're starting to do this this year is like when we use our talent to get into a certain situation being knowing when we're in the situation in game and understanding what we need to do to make sure that it's almost impossible impossible for them to do something so it's right. like I feel like we just gotten really good and we're once we get our concepts down, I think that's why we become like one of the scariest teams there is because we start to understand in the moment like what we have to do for multiple situations to you know make it very hard on the enemy team. And at the end of the day, if they walk out and get a two piece, there's nothing you do about it. You can play perfect yeah. cod, but if they get a two piece, they get a two piece, they're bailing themselves out with their talent. Right, get that gunny up. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's interesting to hear because I think like the reason I got kind of high on optic going into this event is like, they've been that team for a long time where it's like, they need to be hot. Like they need yep. to be the way, the way they play, they've got to be, or they're going to struggle. But like when they started winning, you know, hard points while getting out slayed, I'm like, okay, maybe they're starting to turn a corner here, but like you guys are definitely, I, I don't know the best word, like more disciplined. Like, and I think yeah. you saw them exploited sometimes, like they still kind of need to be primed like their play style to work whereas yours yeah. is more forgiving i guess i would say like it's the system they build kind of what you say yeah, with their yeah, concepts yeah. um i feel like optics really good i think no, their they're, system they're actually not yeah i don't i i like their system sometimes they just need to know when to like probably chill um but i feel like that they're what they do really good is they know where you're spawning they have really good comms right now and and they're willing to take a little bit more risky things, which is good. And that's why you can see them point club a lot of teams. I think it's we annoying to play against with exactly. their role, bro. <laughs> yeah, when they're when they're on point, it is very like you know yeah. Kenny and uh, Sam briefly talked about it. But like we were getting we were getting had a little bit in scrims against them. <laughs> that's what um, everybody said though. I mean, we yeah. talked to a lot of people. Everyone's saying, saying the same thing. They, they've been playing some, and that's what I'm saying. And they, I mean, they're still point clubbing people on the biggest of stages. In yep. the biggest of maps that they need i just think that you know um sometimes they just take a little bit rogue routes or they just chow a little bit too much but that comes with playing more they've only been a roster for not too long and they've gotten double seconds so i do have to tip that um but i just think that i, I like how they play i just think that sometimes they probably just need to chill a little bit more ghosty is trying to rain the other three in bro <laughs> yeah yeah 
Yeah, but as you said, I mean, they something live and die by that ego shallow or that spawn kill. It's gone. It's fun to watch. It's gone to the grand finals twice, so it's always working. No doubt about it. Um, so you guys win. Uh, you know, you win the last major. You win champs. I mean, what was it like for you to to win a ring? I mean, your story's already insane. We've talked yeah. about it, but like to to be phased to to win that. Would you guys win four one or four two on on the main stage? Uh, like, I think we I think we won five two, but we five, two, we were right, up four zero. So it was it was shocked. Anyways, yeah. um, they weren't coming back for no four zero. Fuck no. Um, <laughs> for me, um, for me that wasn't. That was more of a it wasn't even like from where I came from, anything like that. Um, obviously, people know my beef with FaZe and that was me. <laughs> like I wasn't losing that series. And that was all the talk the whole year. We went from being 0 and 5, getting top eight, having FaZe talk shit to me, all of that shit. Obviously, I think they're hypocrites, but I just think that for me, it was, hey, you, you were talking to me at my lowest. Let's, let's let's talk when we're both at our highs. So we met him in grand finals. Um, it was for a ring and it was the greatest feeling in the world. I won it with the teammates from, we literally were all thinking we're probably getting dropped to all be on top of the world. And, yeah. you know, it, you know, and that's an unreal feeling. And I was just, I, I just, it let me understand because I never won before either major four or champs. It let me understand. I think that's another reason why I won this tournament recently is because it it gave me a, a tight like it gave me a realization of how much I need to play and how much I can play because it, I put in so many hours that was like actually unreal and no one was even probably a fucking tenth of where I was in an out of scrims gameplay and it proved at the biggest of stages it proved at the biggest of times of with all that hard work what happens with it so I think that's a, just another thing for me it's just like. It lets me know that like, hey, shit can be bad right now, but you can always bounce back. And if you work hard enough at the end of the day, at one point it will pay off. And that's just like yeah. Yeah, man, my that's, thing. So that's I, was cheesing, I was cheesing. I was cheesing. I was cheesing. Yeah, you were. Look at that smile, by the yeah. way. Look at that yeah. smile. The guy's on. looking good. Speaking of that I'm cheese. Um, I'm trying to find I, a tweet. I don't remember what it was, but I remember it was great. Thanks for, the ring. Oh. Thanks for the ring. <laughs> Yeah, I just remember you guys were getting into it right after, bro. Like, oh, if yeah. Sweetie's never playing the game again, and you're just like going to simp, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, listen, I, I, I love trash talk in general for both yeah. sides of it. Same. Like, 100%. so I was not letting no one rock. Not when I'm winning champs. So, um, obviously, it was a GG's then, but like, what can I say? Yeah, like, fucking slammed right. again, once again, like. <laughs> It's, you know it's fun it's fun it adds an extra little little spice to it obviously you're playing for money you're playing for accolade like accolades but like other than fuck all that shit when when it comes down to it for me it makes me when i'm laying in bed and i'm sitting here like fuck do i really want to go play sd8s do i want to go play some pro eights i just you know try to get back into the remember who was talking remember who who wants to take it from you and then, you know, maybe maybe not every time, but, you know, a few times I'm getting up when I don't want to. And that's all I need. That's all I well, need to play. I, I guess I, I got a question because I, I think the year, like back when I played, you know, champs is in the middle of the year. So every event yeah, that's really crazy, important. by the way. That's yeah, crazy. No, it is. Um, that is insane. But even, even nowadays, obviously, every single person wants every single team. They want to win the major. They want to win all the majors. They want to win yep. champs. But do you feel like they're sort of like similar to like, I don't know you know sports nowadays there's sort of a, a build-up for you guys 
like to where you're taking things a little bit more seriously towards major four towards major five like with certain things or is it actually just you guys figuring the game out because or is it i guess a mixture of both like because i know you guys are playing more like best yeah. nines now more best 11s right trying to take search more serious before yeah. this last major like was that something you guys weren't doing before type thing or was it just no, because we- like at the end of the year we're playing for a ring yeah <laughs> No, I feel like we're always going super hard for obviously all the majors. We're trying to win them, but I just feel like um, we have a lot of like, I think when we lose, we just uh, someone's a little off the game plan or someone makes a mistake. And I think, you know, the more time you have, no matter, you know, if it's a new team, whatever, uh, the more time you have to like, you know, it takes some time to learn, like whether it's S&D, you're only getting so many reps of S&D and control in these scrims and you get the most in hard point but like at the same point you're playing two scrims a day you have two times on each map for the whole day so like it takes time to iron out all the mistakes and there's so many hills especially on this game and there's so many like weird spawns and it's hard to learn and some spawns are kind of unpredictable um i just think when we when we really iron down um everything and it takes time it takes a lot of time to do it whether it's s and and the best way to get reps and to actually learn things is through tournaments um yeah. obviously online matches are great say, but like, matches are just different as well from scrims right ex- I mean. exactly so matches and tournaments especially on land are really how you truly learn because like once you get back like you got to get some reps on land even if you scrim every day it's not the same as land if you play your match or if you play scrims every single day the matches the online matches are different so like you each and every time you have to take something from each event and i just think that you know the the more we play the longer we play the better we get at making less mistakes and i just feel like we at the end of the year we end up making less mistakes than another team and that's simple as it is yeah makes sense um random thought um, I sometimes want to put Kenny's head through a wall with the YYing as his teammate that watches that. Do you ever just, uh I got to let him fly. Listen, I got to let duo, him fly. Bro. I got to let him fly. Because he looks, the thing, the thing, I think Claw's OP, honestly. Claw might be OP. Because yeah. I can't, I have to move my thumb to, to YY. Yeah, he might do it a little too much. But when he's on point, when he's oh. not missing, that it How looks good. How smooth was the Berlin one where he hoodie 180 piss on? It was so oh. clean, dude. It, yeah, there was one on Tuscan. Exactly. He watches it every yeah. day, bro. He, he sees exactly. like, That's the thing. When we're on podcast or you're watching a match, you see it every now and then. Yeah. But he, he hits, what you hit like a flow state with that. Because exactly. I claw too. There's nothing. There's nothing like it. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. And all you can say is, hey, yeah, maybe I should, you know, just wait until he's on. Once he's on, it's over. And if he's not on, he's got to get on a few more times and we're good. <laughs> oh, it just tilts me watching it, bro. <sighs> oh, yeah. I don't even pay attention to it, to be honest. It's just a normal these days. Like, <laughs> you're used to that POV. Uh, yeah, um, I don't let's, know if I've ever said anything about that. <laughs> let's get into this year. Um, kind of similar. I think the only thing is, is Major 2. You guys do end up getting second. I, and it felt like major, you guys started from losers, right? That was yeah. your losers run. Yep. It felt like a little bit different this year where you guys were starting to hit respawn form, especially around mm-hmm. that major. Was it just going against phase, just like not being on the same page in, in search? Was it just a search and destroy thing? I just don't. I mean, hey, I'm just going to say I have no clue why there's best of sevens in this. Okay. I don't know why sure. they ever switched to best of sevens to have two what is it two s what what's the two hard points three controls two controls, two, two controls yeah. three searches no yeah three, so, yeah three hard point two two yeah that's his wait okay wait. 
So no, wait, two, three hard points, three hard points, two S and D, two. Control, no, it's right? two hard points, two controls, three searches. Come yeah, on, that's what I think oh. it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, seven. Yeah, yeah. We got this. Yeah. We can do yeah, this, yeah, yeah. bro. To have a best of seven is crazy. Like especially, uh, I think against them, I think we end up we we literally got Nesloed. We got Nesloed in finals, which is insane to even think of. We won both hard points. We lost both controls and both S and Ds. And I just think our map pool wasn't that good against them. And I think our S and D wasn't even close to being as good as it needed to be. Um, yep. I think, you know, recently, obviously, we've been doing way better in S&D and our control, but I just think um, getting second was great. I just technically I just don't think that we deserve to be a winner that tournament because their S&D was 10 times better than ours and our controls weren't that good. I think we ended up losing a hotel control, which was pretty close, but our silo control that we ended up losing the tournament on um, was not even close to being good and they just had veto advantage. So it was kind of. You know, they picked the maps and we just had to play them and our map pool wasn't that good. So I think, you know, congrats to them. I just think that they were the better team and we were only good at Hardpoint at the time. That's why, like, you know, I, at first when this format came out, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to miss uh, two best of fives. But all right, I get it. They want to have one thing. And then like best of nines really grew on me because like you really just had to be good at everything. Like it tested it tested like your whole map pool, yeah. right? Like you had to be 100%. so solid. I don't, I'm not really sure why it changed. Like a, I don't know, internal. Well, veto I, I would love two thing. best of fives too. Just with like veto, like you could do the vetoes differently, right? Like yeah. that's, you had, you do one best of five one way. And then the second one, a different way. I just depending. 100%. Um, and you guys at the time too, you guys weren't playing fortress control like at all. Right. That was like an auto veto for you guys. Oh, we would have played it, but they want, okay. they vetoed it. They vetoed fortress okay. control. And then it didn't even matter what S and I mean, we, even our, even our game seven, like yeah, no, we we lost that series unless, <laughs> yeah. we, st unless we stole. We like we had, we we had to kind of win all respawns yeah. because their search was really good, and it was just we just weren't well, that kind of search. I don't even remember what the scores were, but it's wild though because it's like exactly four months, Joe. You look at the dates of like start of the year to like winning time and clicking time. It's like exactly four months. Are the same as last year? Yeah, well, last year's a little longer because like they were the the preseason was a little longer, but I guess the no, start like the, of the um, season. Let me look at it real quick. Well, you're saying us and winning. Yeah, yeah. Like if you look at <laughs> Vanguard, so like Vanguard first, uh, what year kind of yeah. started November, and then what was major? You won what major four? Yeah. No, no. Wait. Sorry. What was major one? Major one. I don't even know. Major like, one was uh, March. It was late. Yeah, so yeah, it was March wow. to July. So it was four months between Major One and Major Four. I'm pretty sure it's four months exactly between Major One. About that, uh, it's uh, about that at, time then. It's I was looking through it. Time. Time. No, it's it like literally it is a couple days months. difference. Yeah. yeah, it was like almost exact. Wow. And I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, we just, yeah, we get a buff after four months. Yeah, it's gonna buff four. Maybe figured it out. Yeah, but uh, I was gonna say for you guys' control. I mean, Expo, you guys put it a couple a couple of times. But I think similar to like last year when Berlin came back in, it feels like that really. That map helps your map pool. Obviously, you talked oh, about like does, how flexible yeah. you and Ken, you can run three R's if you have to. You guys <laughs> did it on Berlin a good amount last year. I'm not saying you will run three on this, but you can tell that that it could it be a us. very strong map for you. Yeah, no, it definitely helped us for our map pool. And I think uh, getting us good at silo control too. I feel like we're really good on all controls right now. And our hard points are really, really good. And then our S and D was lights out. Our, our S and D was right. lights out this event. Uh, we lost one in the grand finals, but like you know, you can't win them all. So we lost one in the grand finals. Other than that, when we needed to win, we won it. We played against Phase. Um, we lost the first map to stay alive to not go down 0-2. We won the second map. 
pretty convincingly i'm pretty sure six two six three and then uh in winners finals against optic we won the first map 250 like 244 and then we won the second map like a six two six three on their best shit fortress fortress snd so i feel like our yeah. snd was just lights out this event i think I, f I just feel like our map pool was just uh just too good for other teams and i think we just came to play so in between major two and major three i i guess did you guys feel like you were there like did, did anything change or was it you just guys just had an off an off stage um i feel like our map pool wasn't that good i don't think we hit our snd stride yet um okay. but i also i also just got fried against Vegas. And that kind of put us into losers. And we got like one in a million came back on by Vegas to kind of kick us out the vent. I still feel like we, I don't know who we, I don't know what the bracket was. I still feel like we get a top three, probably minimum okay. at that event. But I mean, to start it off when you're playing, like, especially first round, when you're playing against phase, you're playing against these top teams. You just got to be ready to play. I just got slammed. We got three would pretty quick. We kind of choked the first map. And then we got hit with the, you know, greatest comeback in history to get us out the tournament. So I feel like we were kind of due for this next event. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, after after this map, I mean, was it was it pretty much mentally it was it was it tough to lock back in after that one? I mean, um, you guys are probably just like I know you guys have been around each other for a long time. You guys yeah. probably made a joke about it, but like I just feel like everyone kind of knows that's our map one. I'm going fucking like home. Yeah, it's yeah. tough to lock back in. I feel like I feel like we just need to win the S and D right after, and our S and D wasn't looking too well. And I think we ended up losing like a five five a silo, which kind of hurt. Yeah. It was like, damn, now we're on 0-2. We won the control nice and easy, and we were loading into our best shit at the time, which was Mercado Hardpoint, and we mm -hmm. lost a Mercado Hardpoint to them, which was um, they're pretty good at it. And but at the time, like that was our best shit, and we should never lose to it. So losing like that, we kind of lost like one of our best hardpoints. We we got insane came back on and we lost a five five S and D so that was kind of like a fuck this event let's just regain and recoup because we just got hit by the greatest comeback of all time and like what else can we say about it like yeah no nothing you could say about it um yeah. but yeah then GG, I, go next yeah that's when you kind of talked about you were playing a lot more search you found like search eights yeah. uh, obviously your stage this stage was I mean the major you had a one point five overall. Yep. The stage you had a 1.84, uh, some of the most ridiculous search numbers uh, I've ever seen. Um, I guess moving forward now for the thieves, like what do you guys need to work on? Work on the most? Like where are you guys looking to, to work on the most for you? Um, I think it's just expanding our S and D map pool still. Um, and that's something I kind of have to. I mean, not kind of have to work on, but I mean, we all have to work on. I just think. Yeah. At the end of the day, and I, you know, I tell this to my coaches, I, uh, you know, when we weren't that good at S and D, it's or we were kind of trying to work on S and D a little bit, and we weren't doing too hot in respawn for for a little bit. I can always trust our respawn. At the end of the day, no matter what, we could we could like we were talking about like our our um, practice wasn't go going too hot this like before this event. Um, we come in, we win almost every respawn, or we you know we maybe lost a few two controls or whatever. But I feel like our respawn with this team, when it comes down to it, to the biggest of stages, when we're all you know ready to play. Um, our teamwork shows and we, you know, we truly value, you know, full 60s and we do stuff a little bit differently than the scrims instead of like mm -hmm. always trying to chain and, you know, always trying to be perfect. I feel like we are able to like, OK, just get this last 30 seconds and let's work on the next break instead of like trying to always leave that, that you leave 25, go to new. Um, so I just feel like for this event, it's keeping our S&D as high as it is to lose one S&D turn like. We will never lose a tournament if we only lose one S&D map a whole tournament because our yeah, response is no. that good. 
it's the same thing as phase like right now like phase is insane at snd and they've been slipping off but like the reason why they're always getting top threes and all these things is because they're winning the snd whether they get slammed the first map they come back with snd win and i just right. trust our respawns especially against the top teams and especially when we're ready to play and shit matters to to be there to win at least 50 percent at very okay. least 50 percent so it's like we're gonna win one and then we win the next snd all we have to do is win one other hard point or a control or the snd like we're like i almost trust us if we win the second map we're at least going to the the rest of the series up to one so it's like yeah. i can forever trust that i just think that our snd needs to stay on top of things and you know we gotta keep working on the maps that we're you know don't think are our favorite maps and just work on you know a few more controls making sure our controls are looking really good and I just think controls and SD are are key to you know winning jams. You're you're better at search than phases at hardpoint. So yeah, like. yeah. And and they're <laughs> able to get the top three every single time. And granted, that could be the players, their quote unquote whatever. But when you're that good at SD, like you, all you have to do is win one map. So if we're if we're almost guaranteeing eighty to ninety percent of SD win, and all we have to do is win one map, we can do we can win a respawn map. Even yeah. in our worst selves, we can win one respawn map against any team. And if yeah. we're, I, I'm down to Neslo. I'm down to Neslo. Anyone, if yeah. <laughs> we get, if we can get to it. So I think that's kind of our goal is to keep our SD as high as it is because we showed this event. If we only can lose one SD, then we we should win everything. That's yeah. that's what I thought. Phase might make a run to a final, and people called me lots of names and thought I was crazy. Yeah. I they keep top three for three years. I. That's what I'm saying. If they're gonna, if they, like especially this year, their SD has brought them. I mean, they, bro, they literally won major two because of it. They won two SD maps, and we won two respawns, and now we're tied. And our control, their controls are better than us. Yeah, yeah. Like they're obviously gonna always get a top four, top three if their SD stays like good enough, because they're gonna. They obviously, you just gotta assume that they're gonna win at least one map. And they have the talent to win a respawn. Yeah. Be like, a fun yeah, race gonna... for the end of this, bro. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's gonna be exciting year. Between yeah, you, they... things, optic. Yeah, it'd be a crazy year. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So that's pretty much it. Here, here's one, one thing I wanted to talk about. Here's sort of the yep. trifecta, the big three we're I talking about. I yep. yeah, I thought this was pretty nuts. So um, Optic is 9-1 versus FaZe on the year, which we talked about that last episode with JP. Wild. Uh, he just said they, they love to play up. FaZe is 11-6 versus you guys on the year. You guys are 8-5 over Optic on the year. I, I assume for you, that 11-6, I mean, it's only, you know, you know the maps are, are pretty close. Uh, similar yeah. to like you and Optic. But I assume that's a big part is the search destroy what you're getting to. Why do yeah. you think you guys kind of own the edge over over like the like optic? Um, I mean, I just I hate to say it, but I mean, I just think my teammates love to play them. I I think you know Kenny, Octane, and Dill coming from optic. I think they just all yeah. love to play them, and I think like we play very structured, so it always like. We, I feel like we catch them lacking sometimes. We catch them trying to do a little too much, um, or maybe well, making the wrong play at the time. About a little bit earlier, exactly. Yeah. So I just think I think we play a very structured COD, and I think that it kind of catches them lacking sometimes. And I just think that my teammates love to play them, and they normally go off against them. So it's pretty, well, it's pretty easy for me. Optic as an organization, listen, you guys are riding high right now. I get it, cool. <laughs> but between like a month ago and IW, basically, it's been Kenny and Octane <laughs> slamming you. And like just keeping like keeping them you. from like getting to that spot, like getting to that next step, like winning tournaments. Like I feel like Kenny and Octane got in the way so many times. Like that's why I joked with Kenny before like, like the matchup. I'm like, bro, What's they that? got a most wanted poster of you. Like yeah, it's just, 
There's all been I have so to do many is just times. fight with these guys that I'm good against Optic, <laughs> and I just had to slam phase this event, and they were good, and we played Optic. Yeah, 100% like, love like, it. We they were good. They like, love it, bro. They yeah. love it, bro. Yeah. Like, well, what's crazy is we talked to JP, and I was just curious why he thought Optic owned phase, and he's like, dude, Dashy and Shotzi just love to play phase. Like, they feel yeah. like they just hit uh, another level versus these guys. And well, they range shit for a while. They want to slam them, dude. I mean, no, yeah. I, yeah. No, I hear I, you. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't even know if it's beef. I don't even think it's like beef like that with no, Sam and no, them. Not so. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But like, hey, for me, like, bro, when I play FaZe, I'm trying to slam them every single time. Like this event, 1.3 on their head. Like I'm <laughs> cheesing. Like I am trying to, I, like Sam was saying, like he ain't, there, like he felt like I was playing for basically, you know, our ring. And I'm, I was at the time, like I'm playing to beat them. I mean, granted, because I kind of knew I had Sam and Sam and Ken to play Optic later, <laughs> but I mean, I just think, you know, when you want, you know, you respect them to a level and you want to beat them every single time. And I think that, you know, Optic just has the, you know, I think FaZe might just be mental a little bit. And I think Optic comes to play every single time against them and they just catch them lacking and uh, it's been working so far. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wild major. Um, Let's go over just some other. Uh, oh, one thing I, I mean, I can't believe we have to touch on this, but yeah. I, I will. I'm going to bring this up uh, just so people know y you. Um, yes, it was a very intimate setting. We talked about that. But um, if a coach is sitting behind a team, they, they're not going to learn very much. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty hard to see the screens. Uh, and I will. You can correct me if I'm wrong, Jaws, especially yeah. Search and Destroy. OK, let me explain this to you. Sometimes most teams have default starts, right? So yeah. we have offense, defense, where everyone goes. And then what happens off of that is people either either try to hard counter those defaults, which you guys mm -hmm. did a lot of, right? Yep. That's just VOD preparation. Or yep. the opposite, which is you shit make mid-round changes, mid-game adjustments based on what you're seeing they are doing and how you guys need to adjust that. Like if you hear them saying, hey, let's let's do our B strategy, that doesn't yeah. change anything because you could just go to Codcaster and see what their B strategy is. Especially in this time of the year, we like, I mean, they end up playing a Mercado SD, which we vetoed anyway. So the fact that anyone's saying anything is just another classic optic cry, cry baby cheese. But, um, like, S and D, and that's why mm. I don't sit here and play eights to learn strats from, I don't sit here and play amateur eights or some pro eights. To learn strats from snd 8s i don't do that i learn to be able to react with what i see and that is something that some people are not really good at and that's what changes and elevates your snd gameplay and that's how someone like phase can go 20 and 4 in a season because they know they know what they see and they're being very active in the game to respond to what they see yeah, snd is all situationals exactly so they like they know how to set up baits they know how to double b and then go plan A or hit a late flank. Like they're able to do things like that. So sitting behind someone and trying to steal their strats or whatever is just all bullshit. We have probably 20 Mercado SD VODs of them if we wanted to get them and we could see the same thing. And the only difference right. is that is I'm not going to hear the calm of, I see nothing A, let's go B. Like it's right. never going to be anything crazy. And anyone saying anything like that is just trying to, you know, take, take away from something we did. It's fucking insane, but I do. I can respect the fact that like it it looks bad. Like I get it. Like visually, it doesn't look great. Yeah. But, like let me, let me explain know something. Yeah. Yeah. So let me explain like the setup there, right? So you have the flank on one side, the optic watch party on the other. You had the the stage. 
And then there were a bunch of TVs that went around the whole place. The problem was the TVs were all on the stream, not in the live. Exactly. Yep. If you were yeah, watching that, you were hearing the players scream and stuff. And then 45 exactly. seconds later, seeing the players. Yep. So that's why you saw people behind the players all the time. But I actually never sat behind the players because it's so dog shit to watch. You can't yeah, see screens for shit. You can't really hear well. So I still watch with the delay. Like, but the only reason somebody sat there is because like, you just didn't want like spoilers and you hung out. You can't actually watch COD that way. Yeah, like, no one's sitting there with a notepad. Like, okay, so no, shots, you yeah. can't see like, shit. You you're see just trying to watch the, the game. Yeah, you don't want to hear. Yeah. Oh, wait, was that shot you just screamed? Did Optics just win that round? Like, I got so many arguments with people on Twitter. I'm like, you dumb fucks. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 this is such a non-issue. Like, I get, I get exactly. visually it looks silly, exactly. but like, holy, like I, I told someone, like, this isn't like strats. Ha 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 ha. Like, it's not CS where like, exactly. you break off in eco rounds. Yeah. It's stuff that's like everything. Like, this is so like yeah. I the split second decisions exactly. like. Well, I think, uh, like, I like I said, I, that's what I kind of explained. Like early, like you may try to, you know, I think you guys did a very good job of it on Fortress versus Optic. Uh, it was obvious, like you knew their defaults right away. There were so yeah. many hard counters to their defaults; it was insane. Yeah. You knew, you knew Dashy was watching the flank on offense. Yeah. You knew as soon as Dashy died, someone was going to peek you guys top dub. There yep. was already grenades when that second player peaked. Yep. So the bees is going to run you and probably go one in. And then they're, they're going to make adjustments off of that. And I think that's just really it. Is that like I wanted to explain from a player point of view? Yeah, you have an A strat, a B strat, a mid strat, but then everything else is kind of what you need to do. And a lot of those, like you said, are sort of the. I think one of the most important things is are sort of like the two v two, the three v two situations to capitalize and realize. Okay, what's open? Where do we need to plant? If we plant, how are we going to watch the bomb? If maybe you let them plant, how are you going yeah. to retake? That is the real search and destroy is 45 seconds into that round and you're into a two versus two. That's 100%. where like search 100%. really shows. That's how and, that's yeah, hundred percent. That's how like real SD players are like, like picked. I yeah. love optic. I love, the, I love their players. I love yeah. a lot of their fans, but that like portion yeah. Wait, it's like you're arguing with a conspiracy theorist. Like, it's yeah. just like, I'm just like bashing my head against the wall. Like they just like twist things and create narratives and just, yeah, it's just I, it too. I, oh. Yeah, I, I just, it's exhausting. Yeah, but, I talk my but, shit that I don't even go on Twitter because yeah, I already, yeah. know. It, you already no, know. Yeah, sometimes, you know, and that's one thing that is tough too. Like sometimes I do want to respond to some things because it's like that crazy. It's like, bro, like. It's just never worth responding to like, someone who just. I did, bro. dude. I regretted it. I yeah, that's stupid what I'm saying. Like, like, Maybe loves to, to do that. Yeah, because once you reread the tweet, I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna try to convince this guy who just tweeted this to, to like accept my answer. Like, there's no reason for it. And it, oh. and sometimes sometimes it gets to you, but I try to do my best to not really touch Twitter. Not not just not even respond to people who I already know have no clue what they're talking about. It's like. Up. I if a pro really tweets something, one. then like I'll be able to like. Yeah, no players tweeted. Tweet no pros. No coaches. Nothing. Dude. Like, yeah. No, one hundred percent. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to, to you know make sure yeah, I, what I was over. thinking was correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 100%. Hit that point. Uh, let's just talk overall storylines from uh from the rest of the major. What optic mm -hmm. with another second? It feels like they're really flowing. Um, you know, ghosty stepping up for them. I I guess let's just see. I mean. The thing for you is you just kind of said, like, maybe just clean up some of their, their respawns, right? It just felt like, yeah. I feel like they I need to work on their control. Their control, yeah. Yeah, their control, yeah they, they lost both controls to you guys. But it even felt like you guys, it feels like Hook and Shotzi, for a lot of other teams, could be really tough to contain. Mm -hmm. And it feels like you guys make sure you know, or make sure you get those trades. 
right? Like, yeah, I feel those, like I feel like our comms are, are really good. Shout out to Sam. I think uh, Sam's comms are insane. Ken's comms are good. Dill's comms are good. Um, yeah. I just think I just think like one thing uh, that I think someone brought up recently. I forget. Um, it might have been Sam or something. But it says like when you're in the moment and you're playing, it can get really mixy. And to have someone in your background being like hey we're looking for this person this guy's the first house spawn and anyone can do it and our team does it very well um yeah. i just think that like sam's very on top of it and he's uh you know become a veteran in that sense where it's like if i'm in the moment i'm in uh, 300 things are happening in my screen i'm looking at 40 different things at the time i have someone in the background saying hey we're good reset or hey you can push that out or yeah. hey we're first guys this guy spawn. exactly yeah. so it's like okay who like i can reset because i was just i was one shot three times i'm trying to throw a trophy i see someone getting shot in the back <laughs> we're good it's like you're in war but it's okay to it's yeah, good to a, be able to get someone to reset you yeah exactly yeah i think that's one of the first things i, I listen for really in listening are, are you saying player comms because i just don't think a lot of players understand the significance of it okay this is the first one off a of spawn you guys have then an idea of where they should be, where the, where the push is going, going to, to How start. How far from. they can actually be. Yeah. Uh, here's the bracket. Uh, if you didn't tune in or, or you forgot, I, I think, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, LA Thieves, Optic, meet up in the winner's final. I think down low, uh, Ultra, you know, started in losers, but I think showed that they're still one of the, the better teams in the league. Obviously, you lose a game five versus phase, but, you know, a lot of teams have... Uh, that's that's happened to a good amount of teams. They yeah. probably not the placing that they wanted, but it feels like there's still a threat on the year. Yeah, I feel like uh, if they win it, they probably end up getting back to the top three. So it's like, yeah, it's yeah. it's all all like the the matchups is all different. Like it all depends. Like it's actually really crazy on how much one match really means something, and that's what people don't mm -hmm. understand. Is like. Bro, if we lose, I mean, we were pretty, we were guaranteed against Rocker, but like if we were going to lose, <laughs> if we were going to lose to FaZe, we would have dropped into that same bracket. We had a tough one against Toronto, then played New York and then played Optic or FaZe and then Again, got to the grand yeah. finals. So it's like those That's matches not... really do mean something like, and yeah, people don't really understand top. it. Exactly. Winning up top means insane, especially round two. Round one's obviously a hard one, but round two, it's, in the, it's guaranteed top three or you're playing in loser that round six. So it's like, or top six. So it's like those matches really mean a lot. So, you know, um, obviously yeah. huge to beat them. Don't lose. That's, that's yeah, really the, the important thing. Don't lose. Uh, New York, I think with a, a pretty decent run here to get back into this, the mix of things, they end up losing another game five, but I, I think we just really weren't sure exactly where they were going to be. Uh, I think Optic though did show that they were a, a level ahead of them, but they were able to, take down rocker i think when you look at it when you talk about beating legion and, and rocker maybe not the craziest wins but i think yeah. versus phase going to a game five just again similar to toronto showing that you're in the mix um pushing yeah yeah Damn, and then uh so, game fives okay yeah no. legion killed me bro killed yeah me. i was gonna say yeah, the legion okay. thing um yeah, starting in, in winners one uh losing 3-0 and it wasn't a pretty 3-0 either it was it was yeah. ugly versus New York, and then losing a game five versus uh, Florida. And there's still a chance. There's still a whole stage, but yeah, yeah, 100%. looking for that AC. Now I think Rocker has like a 20 point advantage over them. Yeah, and the reverse are, sweep to get 10 more. Dude, uh, yeah, I think, I think uh, Vegas has a pretty hard split to this next split. Yeah, hard, and they play split, Rocker too. So, yeah, pretty I think sure. Who tweeted out that? Was it Jake Haley? Yeah, Somebody yeah we have it. I, I believe I, I we have. Oh, did you? I, I showed. Oh. Um, I put it in the the podcast thing, the doc. I don't know if we have, but yeah, they have the hardest strength of schedule. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
going into this. So uh, they play Texas, New York, FaZe, Minnesota, and Seattle Surge. So uh, an insane insane split for Vegas Legion. Now, you never know what can happen when you get to a major. They've been beating teams they, like, shouldn't, and they've been losing to teams. Like, like they they almost are losing to, like, a London. But then they're beating, like, some of the tougher opponents. Like, who'd they beat? They beat Breach, and who was their other big one? They played Toronto. Last one? Toronto? Yeah, Yeah, like... it feels like they play to their competition sometimes, and yeah. maybe I'm not saying they're going to come out of that with three wins, but I mean they're going to be going yeah. hard, bro. They're going to be. Oh, going they have hard. to because this is yeah. this is it. Like they fucked up their chance to kind of get into the runnings um, and get some more points past Minnesota, um, but uh, they kind of fucked that up, and I think that they got to bounce back, win some online matches, and get a good major and a, hopefully a, a fucking. How is Standy's major? Uh, um, I don't think any of them played too well. Well, yeah, I'm saying like he, he clearly was like a. Elite, it was not a slang they needed like in the, the lead up, right? Like he he did what they needed him to do. Like he stood uh, out. He was the he only was player talent. with a one in hard points. They all had it was uh, uh, not good search. Um, he had a point five in control, so it was just. Not okay, I was curious, like, um, yeah, if just him not, not good. doing that. <clears throat> Uh, here's the other key thing. So here's that strength of schedule we talked about. Um, some good teams with some. It should be a really fun stage here. But Rocker is the other one. He's at the bottom. In Thieves. Yeah, <laughs> Rocker is the other one. Remember, Rocker starts off again with a home series. Like they have a couple of matches on mm-hmm. land where that, those were the only two that they won last stage. So uh, that'll start next weekend. But Rocker has that advantage when you talk about the CDL points. Yeah, um, Clay is going through it. <laughs> yeah. They certainly yeah. are. I mean, for you guys, what Toronto, New York, uh, Mutineers, Rocker, London. I mean, some solid matches, but yeah, it feels like uh, you guys should be able to to lock yeah. this stage down. Yeah, no, that that looks like a winner's bracket secured. Winner's bracket, I like that. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Now we're gonna get it to uh, some community questions. Before Clint, you got anything else? No, no. I think. Well, I guess. We don't really have to dive into it too deep, but just like the whole trash talk thing, we kind of touched on yeah. it a bit. But I just want to say, like, I love it. Like, just in general, like the yeah. fact that you'll bring up stuff. Like, the thing I was trying to think of from that champs was you you dragged like a simp tweet from, like a year ago. Yeah. It was in like January. Yeah. You just pulled that back or like ghosty fucking shit. Like, I love that. Like, I don't know. I guess it makes me think of like you know Jordan's whole thing where he always found like a chip, like something that like motivate him. Like, you have this like you'll yeah. remember that trash talk, and you're gonna literally take it in both hands and thrust it in their throat. <laughs> Once yeah. the match is over. And like, <laughs> I guess I wanted to know just briefly, like for you, it's cool. Do your teammates ever like kind of yeah, 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 die back? No, no. My teammates always let me do me. Um, They, they all very much know, like, this is my everything. So I take it as that. Um, I, I do. I, I mean, I respect some people who are grinding. I'm... <laughs> uh, that no, was I mean, from... Yeah, that, that was a long time ago. But that, I think that yeah, that was a good week. That was that was my first was one. Good. That kind of that one got me cooking. I just yeah, I got think, you uh, going. Yeah, I just think. Why well, you know I say those words all the time? Anytime I shit on somebody on Warzone, I say dog saying, shit fuck every time. <laughs> dog shit fuck every time. I just think. uh I mean, it adds more for me. Um, we're playing for a lot of money. We're playing for you know chips, rings, whatnot. To have you know, for me to make it more personal, because like obviously, I every I want to win anything, whether if someone is talking shit to me or not. Just to push, like I said, to push me out of bed when I don't want to get out of bed, to make me want it just a little bit more. And, you know, when people are talking shit, I have fun with Good talking edge, shit man. back. Or, Good you know, yeah, and yeah. It, it, it comes or goes. Like, sometimes, like, 
when we lost the major three. I got slammed by phase. Austin slipping me off. Like we're good. Like that's perfect. Like that's good trash. Good for the league, bro. I love it. Exactly. Like I. Where'd this come from, dude? Oh, like you don't have muscles like where where'd that come from i, I don't know i don't know I'm not Yo, i thought there was Eddie's. like some story like it's nothing nope. you just like did it i just did it one time and then i you did just, it and cheese it dude you're just yep. cheesing the whole time while he's yep. doing it just i did it one time and then oh. I, I try i'm trying to get some i need to get some muscle before i do that <laughs> i'm trying to get to the gym eventually you can join I, uh jonah in the peloton at 5 20 a.m central Ooh. yeah I'm not yeah, it's he's West Coast, brother. That's not happening. <laughs> that is not happening. That is not happening. Um, all right. Um, so let's get to uh some community questions. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know you're listening, you want to get involved in this, uh Ultra puts out a tweet, so uh you can respond to that. Uh, but this is one's from Michael Rook. Uh, other than your teammates, who is the one player or players I guess you have a, a lot of respect for? Um, like I was I bring him before, but uh he's not in the league right now, or I mean technically, but Illy. Um, Illy, I have a lot of respect for Illy. That is one of the people that I was kind of, you know, talking to and, you know, when I was coming up in MW and all these things. And that was a person who I would say he's probably the second biggest grinder there is. Obviously, he hasn't been playing recently, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, I give hella respect to him. And I think he's part of the reason why I, um, you know, put that much extra online, like on, because he, when I was playing and he was playing in MW, he was. He was grinding when no one else was grinding. grinding. Yeah. And I think I, you know, I took some of that from him and I realized and I was like, wow, like this guy's winning champs in MW and he's put like he cares very deeply for it and he plays more than everyone else. So I took that and I was like, hey, like if this is my competition, if I want to be able to beat this, I have to be, you know, play more or be better. So Huge shout out to Illy. That guy's, uh, you know, I'll always have that respect for that guy. People who, like I said, play the game will always have my respect because I know who's playing and who's not playing, and he's definitely someone who's playing a lot. So shout out to Illy. All right, shout out to Illy. Hopefully he comes back soon. Um, yeah, that's, that'll, be, next, that'll be fun to see too. Yeah, 100%. Next, uh, next one is from Armin. Uh, I mean, this is similar, but like, where do you get your passion from? Like, uh, do you think it's, is it something just because like you took that risk? Like, do you think that's where it started from? Like that move from Alaska? Like I, I have to give this my all. Yeah. I think, uh, I came down with no money. I came down with no guarantees. There was no nothing. So it's always been, if you want it, you have to get it. It's not, if you want it, you can bullshit around and have fun and do all these things. If I, if I want to be, if I wanted to do anything, I had to do it. So I think the all or not all or nothing mindset's always been here, and I think it comes from you know be, being in the beginning, from taking a chance, and you know having it lead all the way to here. So it's just it's works for me, and it, it's worked since, and I just try to keep doing it. If I put everything right. into it, at one point it pays off. At least it has hey. so far. Joe, you want to awesome. be impressed? Yeah. Next question: Who's draws his best friend in the scene slash league? Not on LAT. I'm a good listener. It's op. It's optimum. Yeah. It's optimum. That's my fucking boy. Come on. That's my roommate. I would ne- I would actually be in Alaska <laughs> and I would be doing nothing without my boy Optimum. So that it's I mean, he he gave up. I mean, he let me come live with him. We were sharing a bedroom for a, a few months and we were both grinding. So shout out to my boy. Op. That hand eye awesome. coordination that with uh, some fishing out there, dude, you'd be twisted. <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be turnt in Alaska. I'd be turnt in Alaska. <laughs> Fish uh, on. Last- Last one, and, and some that hits home a little bit. Uh, this is from Shadow. Uh, he wants to know your favorite restaurant in Fairbanks. He says his is the cookie jar. 
Cookie. I, I don't know what that is, but okay, Shogun. Okay, we'll write that one down. Shogun's is a hibachi restaurant, and it's always funny because my my uh, my boy Ken, he's been to Shogun's, but he always calls it mid. I'm like, for what? Really? In Alaska, for my birthday, I would go to Shogun's every single year. For any birthdays in my family, we go to Shogun's, and it was fire. Hibachi, I love the rice. We get yum yum sauce, everything. Even a lot, because you're one of 32 kids, or whatever yeah. you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> No, that's great. Uh, I think that's it. Um, Adraza, uh, we appreciate it, man. Thank you for taking the time uh, on of your course. off week for for hopping on, sharing your story. It's an incredible one. I think for yeah. anyone listening or you know talking about being a competitive player, this guy he did it. Like he yeah. lived it. This guy didn't even know Jacob was a world champion and he was on his team. Hey, so. on God, on God. <laughs> um, he's a two-time. But <laughs> like. And thank you just from like me, because like when you came into this, dude, I was just pissed off. I, I want to drop kick the production team. Like everyone was bitching about the CDL. Like I was yeah. sick of veterans not, just not, whining. Not ultras, not ultras production team. And you came in and just like <laughs> were a breath of fresh air, bro. You were just passionate. Like we were hearing from Eric, like how great yeah. you were. And like, I don't know, you came in at a time and like you provided entertainment and passion. It's great, dude. Keep doing you. I appreciate that. Some people get complacent these days. I don't know. There's a lot of fake grinders out there, but we expose yeah. them out here. We, we're going to yeah. expose them. <laughs> we'll keep it rolling, dude. Uh, thank you for coming on, man. You were awesome. Thank you. Of course. I appreciate right. you guys uh, having me. Joe, anything to add to end this? No. We're out, baby. Right. Take us away, go. man. Everyone have a uh, deliciously sexy evening. Maybe go to Shogun's, get some hibachi, put some meat in your mouth. Take care of yourselves. Maybe a little sexy time. Good night. <laughs>